Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 13th of April 2016, and this is The Gap, episode 316. Uh, that'll come in a bit handy a bit later. We'll talk about that. Do you know what I'm talking about, Job? Uh, I, I think I've worked it out. <laughs> I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gilroy is here. Hello. 316, what's that mean? Uh, I believe it means that you're some sort of chump. Some sort of jabroni. <laughs> Some sort of jabroni. Some sort of jabroni. Uh, and, uh, yeah. that's I'm, I'm not saying it. No, you're smelling it. <laughs> I think you're mixing them up. Oh, uh, am I? I think you might be. <laughs> I am. I am. Um, one of them is The Rock. And the other one, one is Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, we should have thrown in, like, a Mankind uh, reference as well. Because all three of them came out. At WrestleMania, and it was spectacular. Uh, it was it was fucking amazing. Like I need... so let's jump straight in, straight into WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so I went to Dallas uh, two weeks ago now. Fuck um, to go to WrestleMania, and uh, it was it was a, it was good. It was pretty good. Uh, Dallas is a weird city because it seems to me like. Um, I don't know, people from Dallas, I don't know how many people from Dallas or Texans we've got listening, but uh, it seems like there's two distinct parts to Dallas. There's the tourist part where JFK died. Okay, yeah. And then there's like 20 minutes away Dallas that people actually live in or go to and do stuff like shops and shit because the tourist part is fucking dead like completely dead i'm walking around the city and i'm like what the fuck is going on here this place is so fucking weird there's nobody on the street like there's no cars it's the middle of the day it's the middle of the week like what the fuck is going on and then i walk into the museum the book depository where lee harvey oswald shot no it wasn't lee harvey oswald yeah it was uh who sh- or was it job or was it or was it shot um jfk and um there's like a fucking line out the door to buy tickets, mm. I think. I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. I'm not going up there. I'm not going like it's I'm not lining up to go into a, what I believe is a library. Fuck this bullshit. So I walked away. So I know where all the people are. They're all trying to get into the fucking book depository. Um But yeah, there was like I don't know, I, I asked someone, I'm like, where is everybody? And they're like, oh, yeah, people who live in Texas, uh, in Dallas, don't come here. They they go, like, to some other part of Texas. Uh, sorry, Dallas. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Fair enough. Uh, and they're like, do you want to go there? I'm like, uh, how far away is it? Like, how far to walk? And they're like, probably about an hour. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That's not, like, how is how is it an hour to get to one place in Dallas to another? That's fucking bananas. That's, like, crazy. Like, I don't even think Los Angeles is that bad. That's fucking stupid. Actually, Los Angeles is definitely that bad. But, like, Dallas isn't Los Angeles, right? Like, mm. anyway. Um, so, I gave up on that. But, anyway, uh, first first night we were there, right, we're sitting there and we're trying to work out what we're going to do. And, uh, and we're sitting, like, the hotel we were staying at had a, <clears throat> a bunch of different restaurants attached to it, which was pretty good. Like it was a pretty decent hotel. Uh, I was a fan of 
this hotel. Um, it had like a bunch of stuff attached to it in a convention center and all this stuff. So it had, yeah, a sports bar, restaurant, a um, like, I don't know, Dallas cuisine, American fine dining or whatever the fuck, a steakhouse. And then just outside it had like a German restaurant, a uh, Japanese restaurant, uh, Tex-Mex restaurants, and a terrible pizza place. So we're sitting in the German pl- uh, restaurant drinking uh, Francis Carnes mm-hmm. by the leader. Uh, I'm just fucking slamming the way and uh, everyone else is like, I think I had two before anyone showed up. <laughs> and uh, you got to oil yourself up a bit. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then they had a ping pong table. So we're playing ping pong. And um, yeah, they're like, oh, what do, you, what do we want to do tonight? Um, and first night... We went and saw the Mavs play the Knicks. And that was a far closer game than it should have been, considering the Mavs are in the fucking playoffs and the Knicks are a train wreck. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it like it literally came down to the fucking final shot. And if the Knicks had decided to just go for the tie and go into overtime, then uh, they they might have actually had them because Dallas looked fucking tired. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, they didn't. They went for the three. They went for the win, and they lost, which seems to be what the Knicks do. And uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, getting out of that area, so we're at the American Airlines Arena, and trying to get out of there was a fucking nightmare. It was funny. Our seats were pretty good. They were basically half, like, uh, at the half court uh, and maybe 10 or 11 rows back. Really good seats. Um, you could see, you like, we were close enough to see uh, Mark Cuban losing his fucking mind. <laughs> As always. Because, like, yeah, uh, I, I can't remember. One of the teams got out to a very big lead early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and he just wasn't happy. He was not happy. So, uh, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, Champ Chong. So it was me, Champ Chong, and a dude from 2K. Mm-hmm. And uh, Champ was wearing a Knicks jersey. Yes, he's a big Knicks fan. And yeah, Avs <laughs> fans weren't happy. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the game, someone actually threw those fucking clapper sticks. Yeah. Someone threw their clapper sticks at him. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, trying to get out of there afterwards is a bit of a nightmare, but, I mean, not even close to the nightmare that was to come. Um, so, yeah, it took us, like, I don't know, 20 minutes to get an Uber. And uh, that was annoying, especially when we went to Monday Night Raw a couple of days later. They actually have a full-blown place where Ubers park. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the Uber pickup area. So, you just pointed at that and that's where the uber goes and like there's actually already 50 fucking ubers there but uh anyway uh rewind back to the first night uh second night was uh we went to medieval times and it was everything i ever ever could have dreamed it would be yeah it was amazing um we get in there and they're like Greetings, my lords. Thank you for coming this evening. You have arrived a little bit late, but no matter. We will seat you in the area of the black and white night. Uh, Their (laughs) accent was way worse than mine. Like, I'm actually pretty fucking good at that shit. Um, Did you start quoting lines from role models? 
no no uh, or cable guy <laughs> uh no i didn't but uh we we went and sat down and uh it was it was bananas like they're just doing you know horsey tricks with lances and shit and then uh they bring you like meats and stuff they bring you fucking beers in tiny plastic cups for some reason but like to eat the eat your soup you sort of drink it out of the bowl and to eat your chicken you just tear at it with your hands and shit like that uh there's not really cutlery or anything and then um our our night didn't win which was disappointing but it was fucking hilarious um yeah it was just you know ultra campy and weird and such yeah. an odd experience, but brilliant nonetheless. Yeah, like, what does that have to do with, like, their cultural background or anything? Or is it just, like, a, <laughs> a thing they do? Yeah, it's just a thing they do. They're just like, fuck yeah, we're going to, like, have people riding horses or some shit. <laughs> okay. um, we're cowboys. That's close enough, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're cowboys. Like, you know, it's Dallas. It's cowboys. Come on. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Uh, the next night was uh, we went to NXT TakeOver Dallas, mm-hmm. and that was fucking spectacular. They did a r- really good job. They debuted two new wrestlers. I'm pretty sure it was the debut. Uh, Sh- Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka, mm-hmm. um, two Japanese wrestlers. Uh, and I think they're only in NXT to sort of get them into like the flow of how WWE works. And then they're going to go straight to the actual WWE. And I hope they fucking do some proper shit with them. Cause they're both spectacular wrestlers. Uh, yeah. Like they're awesome. Uh, Shinsuke was Shinsuke had a uh, match with, um, fuck, uh, Sammy Zane. And, uh, they both left it all out on the in the fucking middle of the ring it was fucking spectacular apparently it didn't translate very well to broadcast but uh the atmosphere in the stadium uh was fucking spectacular like people couldn't fucking get enough of it uh, and then the next match directly after that they had the uh Asuka versus bailey and for some reason Asuka won i don't think they made the right decision there because people you know, obviously, they want to present her as a powerhouse, and she's a fucking awesome wrestler. And so they probably want to, like, you know, uh, respect that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, the atmosphere, people just want Bailey to win, I think. People always want Bailey to win. And Bailey didn't even, like, lose well. She sort of just flopped over eventually. Maybe, like, I don't know. It ended in such a way that I, I thought it was, it could have even been like an injury, like a botch fucking finish. I don't know. It was odd. Um, and then they had the main event, which was uh, the fucking title match bef- between Finn Balor and uh, Samoa Joe. And uh, really early on, Samoa Joe. Uh, must have opened up some old scar tissue or something, but fucking blood was pissing out the top of his fucking head. And it wasn't like a cut, like uh, like the wrestler, Mickey Rourke, the wrestler, fucking razor blade job. Hmm. Blood was pissing out of his fucking head. And they kept running over and trying to mop it up and, and stop it. And, uh, and yeah, he would, like, fucking shove them away and, and keep fucking 
uh, wrestling. And yeah. uh, eventually they had to actually stop. And they were, it looked like they were going to actually call off the fucking fight. I'm glad, glad they didn't. But yeah, uh, the crowd was chanting, fuck PG, <laughs> fuck PG, uh, which. Pretty, uh, um, what do they got against Paul George? What the fuck? Oh, I know, right? Bunch of pricks. Fucking Dallas, man. <laughs> um, and then, so that that was pretty good. Uh, that that was in the theater stadium type thing that was attached to our hotel. So getting out of there wasn't that much of a problem. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, people were fucking hyped afterwards, like super hyped. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then the next night was uh, WrestleMania. And that was at AT&T Stadium. And so uh, we got there and that was a fucking clusterfuck. Like that place was a cluster. Like our bus parked us in fucking the itchy lot or some shit. It was like we had to get a fucking helicopter. We needed a bus from the fucking place where our bus dropped us off. Um, <laughs> it was that far away. Like we literally walked for 20 minutes to get to the entrance that we're supposed to be at. And uh, when we get there, there's like this fucking throng of people and it's i don't know like 20 30 people deep like from the door that we're supposed to cut into all the way out to the edge of this fucking surge of people trying to get through the front door Mm -hmm. that we're cutting through there was like 20 to 30 people across and then it must have been thousands it must have been thousands the other way i mean a hundred Allegedly, 100,000 people showed up. So, it's a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> it was a lot of people. And we're walking through, and someone must have told them that we were oppressed, and that's why we're cutting across because they were pissed off. And uh, these this like full bogan chick yells out, If you guys are fucking press, maybe you guys should fucking do something about this. Like, an Aussie chick has flown halfway around the world to like light up at some fucking media guys. <laughs> who, what the fuck are they supposed to, like, how, what, okay, well, yeah, we'll we'll write a fucking quick article and they'll start letting people in faster, I guess. I don't fucking know. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Anyway, <laughs> I replied. Uh, I'm like, uh, what are we supposed to do? I figured hearing an Australian accent would, like, diffuse the situation. She's like, oh, I don't fucking know. Do something. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then she started to, like, G up her boyfriend who was similarly idiotic. And uh, it seemed like for the briefest of moments that I was going to get mobbed, like, just fucking murdered. Like, that's how Job died. How did Job die? Uh, on assignment? Oh, he was a journalist. <laughs> yeah, he was, in a, he was a journalist. Where, where was he? Was he, like, in... in Northern Africa or something. No, he was in Dallas at WrestleMania. <laughs> and he 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 took shit. So uh, he, he got hit. <laughs> Some chick from Penrith started giving him a lip. <laughs> yeah. And and he decided that, you know, surrounded by a hundred thousand angry people, he, that was the perfect time to, you know, start some shit. Um, so, yeah, for a moment I thought I you know it was over for me. Uh, and then we get up and they're like, oh, so you guys sat in the press box and I'm like, why? And they're like, well, that's, that's what we signed 
to you because you're pressed. I'm like, okay, but why would anyone want to be in the press box for WrestleMania? And they're like, well, it's the perfect place to do your work. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking like filing to Associated Press from here, am I? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do in a fucking soundproof box <laughs> 4,000 kilometers away from the fucking ring? Anyway. Uh, Watch it on TV. Uh, yeah. That's what I was doing. I was literally watching it on TV because you couldn't watch the ring action. If you watched it in the ring, right, all you could hear was the TV. They had the TV playing and it was on the broadcast delay. So all you could hear was the commentators three seconds behind and all the moves happening three seconds behind. And so it was ultra distracting. You'd see something happen and then you'd wait a bit and then you'd hear them slam into the mat. You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, and that was, yeah, it was too distracting. So I'm literally watching on TV, but the, the upside was that they had like a buffet. So I ate all the food. Um, it wasn't great food, but it was still food, you know, and, uh, and they had bottles of water. So I stole a bunch of bottles of water and we went and found some seats. Uh, and, uh, we found seats that I think 2K US must have had. I think they were 2K US seats and there was like 17 empty seats basically, mm. uh, for people who just decided not to show up. Uh, and they were they were sort of on the diagonal, but I don't know, maybe 100 meters from the ring. Pretty fucking good seats. Um, you could see everything you wanted. You were raised up a little bit so you, like nobody could obstruct your view. Uh, and, yeah, you could see everything was going on. It was fucking spectacular. We were on the side that... Uh, you know, uh, the broadcast desk side, so we weren't getting screwed there. And, yeah, um, pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Uh, so we watched, I, I watched most of it from there. Like, I went back up because as I was leaving, they started bringing out desserts. Hmm. So I went back up and got some desserts. Uh, yep. I must have gone, like, fucking, I don't know. I must have eaten a dozen s'mores biscuits things. S'mores are, like, Melted marshmallow sandwiched between biscuits and then covered in chocolate. They're fucking amazing. It's like a, it's like if they like, you know how wagon wheels, right? Seem like they could be really good if they'd stop cheaping out on how much fucking marshmallow paste they use. Mm-hmm. That's what a s'more is. Like they don't cheap out on the fucking amount of marshmallow paste is uh, they use. So it's fucking. It's just you ch- you bite into it and it's just fucking spectacular. So I had 12 of them and I think I was like, I was pretty close to going into a diabetic coma and then Shane McMahon jumped off the fucking hell in the cell and like nothing could have knocked me out after that because that was fucking awesome. Like the atmosphere in in the place was just off the fucking chain. Uh, The New Day came out uh, and they came out in a box of bootios. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, a giant fucking like Fruit Loops box that they created, uh, and it had giant Fruit Loops in it, basically, and they were called Bootios. But they came out dressed as the fucking Ginyu Forced because uh, they're basically the greatest fucking wrestlers of all time. Uh, they're hilarious. They came out and they made uh, everyone dance with them, um, but they fought the League of Nations. League of Nations won, and they got all chippy, and then fucking Stone Cold. Uh, HBK and uh, and Mankind came out and fucked them up. And, I mean, you know, it was obviously uh, just 
a nostalgia blast, but it didn't matter. Uh, it was amazing. And then, um, then HBK and Mankind and uh, Stone Cold all danced with the New Day. And, uh, and then they got paid. Uh, yeah. Well, no, then they knocked out the New Day and then they um, drank beers in the middle of a ring and then they got paid. Yeah. Uh, the Rock came out. Um, that was pretty pretty cool. I mean, it went on a bit long, but I was busy going to the bathroom, so it didn't seem that long to me. Uh, it seemed sort of well-timed to me because uh, it was the f- perfect amount of time for me to go to the bathroom and come back, and then The Rock was in the middle of the ring. Then uh, Bray Wyatt came out, interrupted him, and uh, The Rock, I think, broke Daniel Bryant's record for the fastest ever pin. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why they did that. That was a bit odd. Um, and it seemed like the Wyatt brothers were going to fuck up The Rock, uh, which uh, obviously can't happen no. because uh, The Rock isn't allowed to take bumps to the head or anything. So uh, John Cena came out and uh, it was spectacular. The fucking crowd lost its mind. Do they still hate him? Huh? Do they still hate him? They were singing, uh, John Cena sucks. Yeah, okay. But, (laughs) like, I don't think think it was hateful. I think they would, like, that's just how they do, that's just what happens when John Cena comes out now. And it's got nothing to do with hate. They were just like, well, I mean, the song's playing, so we've got to sing it. But that was after they'd finished losing their minds. Like, yeah, people lost their fucking brains with that shit. Um, and I think then Undertaker vs. Shane McMahon, Hell in a Cell, uh, it was, that was a hectic match. Um, and finally, uh, Roman Reigns vs. Triple H. And Triple H had a pretty decent uh entrance where he's like the I don't know king of kings and some sort of demon or something or other and uh then Roman Reigns came out and it was I think he missed his cue for his fireworks or fireworks missed their cue I'm not sure someone missed a cue on Roman Reigns entrance and that was a bit odd um and then yeah Roman Reigns won and it was fucking dumb as hell I don't know why they did that it was so stupid they're so stupid. They're so stupid. They should have had something happen. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, uh, that was it. That was that. WrestleMania. Uh, that finished at like 10-ish. Uh, and bear in mind that it started at like 4. So everyone's pretty... 3.30 maybe. So it was like six and a half hours. Mm. Six and a half hours of stuff. Pretty good. Uh, I didn't get home till one because 100,000 people all tried to leave at once. Mm-hmm. And yeah, our bus, we got on the bus back and it didn't move for like 45 minutes. <laughs> it was pretty rough. Uh, I needed to pee as we were leaving. And I'm like, it's probably better if we just get on the bus and go because uh, otherwise, like, the bus might get stuck in traffic. Yeah. And the bus was like, not with Stan. Yep. Uh, so I had to hold it. I had to hold it for like, I don't know, two hours or some shit. It was pretty rough. Um, 
worked out that the dude next to me was an Australian. Turns out he runs like the under like the independent wrestling scene in Tasmania. Okay. This is on the bus. Yeah, so we just chatted. It was pretty cool. Uh, he had seats and stuff because he had a floor seat or some shit. I don't know. I don't know how you get a seat. Do people just steal seats? Never really understood that. Everyone on the bus except for me, Champ, and John, our two K guy, had a fucking seat that they'd stolen from the stadium. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should rip the fucking seats out. Maybe you're supposed to take it with you. I was I was sitting next to this 2K dude. Uh, I, d- I never got his name. I never got anyone's names uh, of the people who were sitting there. But um, I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, if Roman Reigns wins, there's going to be a fucking riot. And the, t- the guy turns to me. He's like, everyone always says they're going to riot. Nobody ever fucking does. And he seemed really annoyed that nobody would riot. Mm. And as soon as uh, Reigns got the pin, he, like, charged down the front. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to start the ride. But he didn't. He just <laughs> disappeared. I was I was a bit disappointed. Yep. Um, I mean, you come all this way to Texas and no riot. Yeah, I know, right? Like, come on. Um, so, anyway, that was that. Uh, and then the next night we went to Raw. That was at the AA Arena again. Uh, again, we had fucking awful seats like probably awful seats uh they were behind the stage and uh positioned in such a way that there was like the ushers would sort of stand in front of us to direct people to their seats so you couldn't actually see shit for most of the time uh so eventually uh we managed to snag a single ticket to a significantly better seat yeah and uh, it had a few seats around it. And so we uh, used that. It'd be like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, I lost my tickets. I think I'm at like K3. And then you walk down and you're like, there's my guys. Hey, guys. And they'd be like, oh, can I see a ticket? And then Champ would show them the ticket that he had for his seat mm. next to him. And they'd be like, oh, okay, cool. And then... The 2K guy would walk up with his hands full of beers and uh, he'd be like, oh, sorry, I can't get to my ticket. I'm just down there with those guys. And suddenly we're all through. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> fuck it. We had much better seats. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we watched Raw. And Raw wasn't that bad. Raw had some decent bits. I mean, it was better at the end. Uh, Enzo and Cat Big Cass came out and uh, they're fucking hilarious. And, yeah, that was about it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you go any steakhouses? Like, no. I tried to fuck. I tried to go to a proper Texan steakhouse, but the the steak place that was near us wasn't that kind of steakhouse. It wasn't a steakhouse. It was like a steak restaurant. Oh, uh, like yeah. So I, I checked it out, and it's like. Oh, a 200, uh, 400 gram porthouse. I'm like, no, I want to fucking like, I want to see longhorn fucking skulls and shit and fucking, yeah. st- st- I want this to get stupid. And I'm like, oh no, there is a place and it was in the fucking part of Dallas that people live in, not the part that we're in, the fucking hour away part. Yeah. Or shit. Um, so, yeah. Um, didn't go to a steakhouse. That was disappointing. Uh, last day there, 
and uh, I went to a place called the Alamo Draft House. Oh, the cinema. The cinema. Yeah. I could probably live in Dallas for that place alone. It was okay. fucking amazing. What did you go watch? I went and saw Midnight Special. Ah, I've heard that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, 95% <laughs> of it was good. Okay. Uh, I really liked 95% of it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I rock up to this place and... Uh, yeah, they're, they're like oh, $9 for a ticket. Okay. It's crazy cheap. And the seats all recline and they bring you beer or cocktails or food or whatever the fuck you want. And then you pay at the end. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Are the Because um, I've, seen, I've seen pictures of the place, but is it a big cinema or it's only small? No, it wasn't, it wasn't that big. Um, it was bigger than like a gold class. Okay. Maybe as big as one of the small cinemas, uh, event cinemas in George Street. Yeah. Like, not that big, but nowhere near as many seats either because they space them all out a lot uh, to give you more room and, like, give the waiters, I guess, room to carry shit and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and But, like, so you got a really comfy seat and there was guaranteed nobody in your eye line and stuff like that. So it's pretty awesome. Um, Those, like... I settled on Midnight Special because I figured my wife would want to go see, would want to watch Cloverfield Lane with me. Just don't tell her. I know. Uh, Fuck. She doesn't listen to this. She doesn't know either. <laughs> you just wait. I could still go. Uh, and uh, and I think The Witch was showing the next day or something. Or no, The Witch was showing that day, but I didn't really feel like a freaky movie. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll watch the Midnight Special. That's fine. Um, I think they're still doing Cloverfield on like one session on the weekends at VMAX, but otherwise it's just the, the shitty normal cinema. So you got to get in soon before it, before it finishes. Well, I guess I'll have to. I'll yeah. sort it out. Um, but yeah, um, that yeah, that place was fucking awesome. I just walked there. There was a really weird, like when I walked there, it seemed like I shouldn't have walked there. Yeah. So there was this really weird sort of <laughs> shift in the tone of uh, Dallas between where I was staying and where the draft house was, wherein it seemed like a crack area. Like I was, and it was like I'd literally, because I, I crossed a set of train tracks. Mm-hmm. And it was literally, I was literally on the wrong side of the tracks. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. Job died on assignments. Uh, <laughs> in Texas. Where was he? Uh, in North Africa? Uh, South Africa? No, no. Uh, he was he was going to go see a movie in Texas. Uh, and he decided to walk uh, while he was playing on his $1,000 phone. Um, and flashing his stupid bullshit around. <laughs> um, so, you know, he pretty much had it coming. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, I didn't die, though, so that's pretty good. And uh, got an Uber to the airport. It's only notable because it was just fucking the slickest fucking Jaguar I've ever seen. Your Uber? Yeah. <laughs> it was just an Uber X as well. I'm like, did, did I accidentally... <laughs> 
Do you know yeah. I accidentally order an Uber Black or some shit? And he's like, no, nah, I just pick up Uber X sometimes if I feel like I've been waiting too long on locks. Like, okay, fair enough. Uh, cool. To the airport, Jeeves. And uh, yeah, got there. Um, flew to Chicago. Uh, that kind of sucked. It wasn't that bad, but I mean, it wasn't that great either. And then from there, I flew to Poland, and I thought it was going to be really bad, but it, then you're basically halfway. I mean, <laughs> yes, uh, and also nobody was sitting next to me, so yeah. yeah. And like we had like the me and this old lady had the only spare seat next to us on the entire fucking plane, so that was pretty good. Uh, Polish people on planes, eh? It's like they're fucking lunatics. It's like they've like they can't conceptualize. I I understand that this is yeah probably doesn't sound that good uh, to anyone who's Polish. <laughs> to I mean the phrase blank people and blank right. Mm. It's never it's never a good start right. Like oh yeah. Australian people and seafood buffets, eh? Like, there's no, there's nowhere for that to go that isn't definitely going to stereotype a nation of people as a certain type of thing, right? Like, oh yeah, New Zealanders and sheep, right? Like, there's nothing there, right? But still, Polish people in planes just. I, I can't understand. Maybe, like, they might not have even all been Polish. Maybe there were other types of Eastern European, but they're all fucking lunatics. They're all getting as drunk as they possibly could as fast as they poss- possibly could. Like, I'm talking, I'm talking, like, literally leave the bottle shit. Like, I'm looking over occasionally, and there are there's this group of, like, eight people... And they've obviously been partying somewhere, I guess Chicago, uh, and they have a bottle of booze to themselves, and they're just getting fucking sloshed. Mm. And they're chugging this booze, like fucking Hennessy or fucking uh, whiskey or fucking anything they can, Shivers Regal and shit like that. Like, just fucking going ham at this shit. And it was odd. It's pretty odd. I couldn't really, couldn't really understand why they do that to themselves, but they did, and they were quiet for the later half of the flight. So that was good. Um, I they like I woke up as we were landing. Like they had to wake me to make me put my seat back up. Yeah, as we were landing, so I conked out pretty good. So that was pretty good. Landed in Poland. Uh, there was a a shuttle um polish immigration was pretty good the lady was like uh what are you here for and i'm like um i'm here to see some tanks a video game tournaments (laughs) oh god (laughs) go through she's probably had like 400 people come through that day for that (laughs) it seemed like she might have yes yeah Please tell me you will not just play video games in Poland. I'm like, <laughs> I won't. Uh, <laughs> Drink all your beer. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and then I'm going to start a riot because that didn't happen. Dad. Yeah, I missed out on the last one, but it seems like Eastern <laughs> Europeans might be more up for it. Um, yeah. It was uh, interesting. An interesting city. Uh, people seem really stern there when you don't know their language. And maybe they're stern when you do know their language, but I've only got one perspective to look at it from. But uh, you, you like, you're sitting there... And you'd be like, Could I, what kind of beer do you have? And they'd be like, what? What sort of beers do you have? And they'll rattle off like three fucking Polish brands of beer. And you're like, are any of them ales? I'm looking for something like a golden ale. And they look at you like you're some fuckwit tourist who's just come into their country where they speak a very different language and you've just started talking at them rapid fire in your own language, which is probably extremely appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, But that's what I was doing. And they all seem to have a pretty decent grasp on, on English. But uh, they didn't have any golden ales. So uh, they'd mostly just be like, uh, this one is a lager, this one is a white beer, and this one is uh, IPA. I'd be like, oh, the white beer, please. And away they go. And they bring it. And then you'd say, Jenguria, which means thank you. Mm. And suddenly you were the best thing ever. And so they'd all look at you like you were spectacular. Like this one tiny fucking, like literally the smallest amount of effort. And suddenly you were. You were in. Fucking awesome. You were a decent person. Not the piece of shit that they thought you were. Piece of shit Australian. Piece of shit Australian. Uh, And then, yeah, then they just sort of talk to you. To try to get you to, to talk more. Because they did like listening to how I spoke English. Yeah. But they couldn't grasp a lot of the words. And so they'd, it seemed like they couldn't grasp a lot of the words. And then they'd make me say Jen Kuya again. Because they're like, oh, say it again. <laughs> it's because you couldn't, you weren't saying it properly. Because I was saying it like an Australian. Jen Kuya. <laughs> Jen Kuya, mate. Fucking Jen Kuya. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, it was it was quite the it was quite the hit. Uh, so yeah, we went to Polish restaurants mostly, uh, eating Polish food. And uh, what's Polish food? What is what is that? It's basically German food, but a lot more pork. Okay. And uh, everything has cabbage on the side, which is pretty German. But um, ah, right, cabbage comes pretty good. Yeah, uh, you know, it's always got like lots of vinegar and stuff on it. Oh, it's sauerkraut. Oh, same thing. Yeah. Uh, they put little chunks of ham in their sauerkraut. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, they did a blood sausage. Okay. Fucking gross. So gross. I ate some because I, like, I refused to go to a foreign country and not try their greatest dishes. Yeah. But I will never, ever, 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 ever eat blood sausage again for the rest of my fucking life. It had the texture of... Um, gee. I can't even... Like, it had the texture of... 
fatty oatmeal, I guess. Hmm. Uh, but it had the taste of like sort of salty, salty dirt. No, <laughs> like, salty. Uh, that smell. That uh, you know how if you defrost steaks and they sort of sit in the blood, the smell of that blood from Thank the pack, packet, like the you know when you get your steaks from Coles or whatever. Yeah, oh my, I do fresh steak. <laughs> I don't know. I live next to the Coles, so I don't have fresh Um. Okay. <laughs> Start again. I, I just the smell of fucking stale oh, blood. We're gonna get some steak. Let it tastes like the salty version and the smell of stale blood. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it feel in your mouth. It it has the texture of like super ultra fatty, chewy oatmeal that like porridge that you can't ever seem to get through. Like you don't actually need to chew it. But you can't not chew it because the idea of just swallowing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I read just, just thinking about it. Like, it's so <laughs> fucking revolting. Uh, I got through it, though. Um, pretty gross. Uh, what else was there? Oh, pierogies, of course. Pierogies are basically dumplings. Like, like gyoza. Mm. like Japanese dumplings. Yeah. Except in, instead of filling them with Asian shit, they fill them with like potato and cheese. It's amazing. They taste fucking spectacular. They do mushroom ones that aren't that good, but I mean, that's probably just because it's mushrooms, you know, like what else are you going to do? Yeah. But yeah, fucking awesome. Really good shit. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and then, yeah. Went to the World of Tanks Grand Finals. I should probably mention that. Um, pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, four Russian teams, yeah, uh, were in the semi-finals. It was four Russian teams. Yeah, how the Australian team go? Uh, it didn't go. <laughs> there was no Australian team there. Ah, uh, why? Okay, why? Why were you there then? <laughs> All right, cool story. Um, and uh, yeah, the um, Brazilian team got knocked out pretty early. The Chinese team got knocked out pretty early. Everyone got fucked. Everyone got fucked. Uh, Korean team did sort of okay, but they're in the group of death. They are in a like their group stage. Uh, they were up against the um, two teams that were in the grand final. Okay. So they were pretty fucked from the get-go. They never really had a shot, uh, which is disappointing for them. And, uh, yeah. Um, some odd, some odd oddities. I mean, yeah, four Russian teams. I, I brought it up with the head of esports. I'm like, four Russian teams made the semifinals. What does that say about the landscape of World of Tanks in terms of esports? He's like, well, you know, one of the teams is actually um, is actually they qualified in Europe, okay, okay but they're all uh, from Russia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, 
I mean, let's, you know, come on. Come on. He's like, well, you know, I think, you know, it will get better. But, um, you know, Russia is where our biggest player base is and blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit odd. I don't know. Um, I want, I wanted, you know, I want other international teams to do better because I, I actually enjoy watching World of Tanks. Um, it's, I don't think it's quite as engaging as, say, Counter Strike, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's functionally very similar. But I feel like it definitely could be. Like, I think it's more on the production side of things that holds it back than anything else. Because you can have, like, I, I, I realize that the wide open fields uh, of some maps, uh, like the one with the railway running through it and shit like that, I realize that they uh, represent realistic elements of uh, World War II tank battles and shit like that, but they are uh, pretty boring to watch. Like watching someone hide in a death laid uh, hmm. made by a fucking hill divot uh, and then popping and rolling, like edging their way out and using fucking tank depression to fucking, sorry, uh, turret depression to fucking get a bead on someone. And then rolling back in to cover. It's it's not especially interesting. And and when you've got maps where you've got like buildings everywhere, and yeah, you can set up proper ambushes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I, it doesn't make sense to me that they would go to <clears throat> those maps. They're like they created uh, well the tanks for playability and they've then done very little in my opinion to uh increase the watchability yep like there's yeah i mean they didn't even show they they wanted uh the pace of the finals to be a lot faster and so they didn't show bands or picks on tanks this time like there were no there were no picks. They didn't show them or anything like that. And so they were still actually doing that, though, were they? Yeah, they they still did them, but they didn't show it. They showed like post round analysis instead. Yeah. I uh, so I watched this. Right. Yeah, it was on at like three or four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I may have been a bit drunk. Nice. Yeah. So they 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 weren't showing you that. They were basically, I guess, um, yeah, showing what happened in the previous round, just like yeah, the replay. Yeah. And talking over the top of that. Yeah. And, and then sometimes on the odd occasion, they would leave and then come back without really explaining. Uh, they, you know, if they'd called the timeout or something or, um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Oh, in the grand final when they left. Yeah. They just all walked out. Yeah. And they didn't explain shit, right? Yeah. They just kind of disappeared and it was mid-match or it was like maybe two games away from it near ending and they kind of just left and then came back i was like all right is it like nobody in the chat seemed to know it was a best of something like there was no indication on the screen that this is a best of seven or you know anything like that it was just kind of all right are they done or (laughs) are they coming back is that is that over like are they swapping sides now like yeah what was interesting 
I j- uh, look. This is going to sound like a crazy conspiracy theory. <clears throat> okay. But I literally just interviewed Victor Silly, CEO of Wargaming, mm-hmm. and I asked him who he wanted to win. And he said, I don't know. I don't want one t- team to win over the other, but I do very much want it to be a 5 4. And then it was 4 2. And. Both teams walked backstage. Yeah. And then when they came back out, it went 4-3, And then the team that was going to win won. And am I saying that someone told them that they should definitely throw a few matches to make it more interesting? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm applying it pretty heavily, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm letting you draw your own conclusions from that one, I guess. Uh, I certainly think that it might have happened. <laughs> it's definitely within the realm of possibility. Uh, yeah. It just seemed really odd to me. And then I found out that I had pretty terrible food poisoning. Mm, nice. And I vomited in the bathrooms for a bit. Oh, this is while the finals were on. Yep. Oh, this cool. is this is like when the teams went out the back, and I came back, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I started vomiting, and then I uh, went home. I got a Uber home. Uh, is that cabbage? Uber. It must have been the cabbage. No, I think it was some fucking salmon thing I ate from the media room. It didn't feel like it was especially fresh. Mm. It's probably on me. Um, been there since the start of the tournament. Yeah, maybe. It could have been. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, then, yeah, I got a Uber home. Uber's like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's 45 Polish dollars. And I'm like, oh, fuck, how much is this going to cost me? And it's like <laughs> five bucks. Dollar <laughs> <Like>, fifty. <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> yeah, let's go home. Take me home. <laughs> yeah, just fucking let's drive straight back to Sydney anyway. Uh, so I spent the um, next the the night evacuating yep. everything. Uh, it's was, it was kind of rough. Uh, it wasn't fun. So you didn't watch the end of the finals? Nope. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I know like, what it was, happened. It was Navi, but yeah, tell me what happened. Yeah, so um, it got to like the last, like it was pretty much neck and neck. Um, uh, so like one team would win and then the next team would win and it was pretty close. And I think they needed to be up a certain amount. Um, they just basically kept tying the game. So um, I th- from what I could tell, they were doing like an overtime type system. Yeah. But I didn't know like if it was a best of three or if it was just the next person to win or <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Um, but like one team would win and then the other team would win. It was kind of backwards and forwards. Um, and then they got to a point where on this last match, uh, it was it was like three versus two or something. Uh, and the, I think the team that was losing, I think it was Na'Vi, um, ended up taking out one of the tanks. Um, and then it was like, three versus one and then one of the players in the other team got stuck uh like behind a fucking rock 
and he couldn't get out of there. So then it was down to like two people or something. Um, and then basically they couldn't get him or something, something like that. I uh, just turned into like a stalemate because the last guy that was left couldn't, couldn't get out of his ditch. Amazing. Um, and he needed to like go and find this last person. Like they were running out of time. It was on a time limit. Right. So yeah, he was pretty disappointed. I would say that one guy, but yeah, it was still interesting to watch, but uh, yeah, the whole like not understanding what was going on and how many rounds were left. And, um, because to me, it was going really quickly. Every single round, I, for some reason, I thought they were very long games of of um, World of Tanks. because uh, when it's fifteen versus fifteen, it, it's a lot longer. Yeah, it goes for ages. But these are like two minute rounds. Like it was done some of them, really yeah, quickly. Definitely. Where they would just basically just throw all their tanks within like maybe the first thirty seconds to a minute, and you would end up with this big fight of three tanks getting knocked out. Mm. And that was pretty much like that first big battle at the start would kind of indicate where the match is going. Because um, it seemed like if one team came out with with one less tank, then they were done. Because just the way it would work. Like all the other tanks would just kind of team up and converge on one player and slowly knock them out because they had the most health. Um, they don't really, I don't think they were going by the amount of tanks. It was more like a team health bar it seemed to be the thing they were talking about a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I still didn't kind of get the strategies behind what tanks they were picking and why. Yeah, because uh, as you said, they were just kind of just jumping straight into the match, and then every time there was a, uh, I guess the ban and pick phase, which I didn't even know there was a ban phase. I thought they were just picking tanks. I don't know if there's bans. I'm, uh, I asked. Yeah, and they weren't clear. Uh, maybe there wasn't, but they were definitely choosing. There's definitely strategies. Yeah. Yeah, behind the, because at one stage you're choosing uh, you know, three of one type of tank, but no clear indication as to why. You know, this tank is quicker, but um, you know, why did they go that this time instead of the other time? What's the reasoning? Are they planning on doing something, some sort of strategy with it? Um yeah, so it wasn't very deep, and I think the reason behind that is um there's not much downtime in the game, so you can't talk about what strategies are happening. When you play a game like um uh Dota or League You've got these, you know, 10, 15 minutes at the start where they're picking their composition that you can talk about strategies and what's going to happen um, because it's so quick here that you can't do any of that. It's just over and done with. Um, even like Counter-Strike, because the matches are, uh, you know, five-minute matches sometimes, they can talk about what's going to happen there. You know, there's like this waiting period at the start of the games where they try and pick people off and they can talk about what's going to happen and wh- which side they're going to push. But I didn't really get that feeling um watching this like what was going on in terms of strategies it just seemed like they were waiting and then they'd need to push at a certain time because time was getting low yep. um and if that if, if one team was caught out that was pretty much done and dusted like there was no way for them to come back like i didn't see many come like any you know oh like someone pull up this sick move where they managed to take out three tanks and they were down by you know a, a huge amount like that, that was a pretty that was pretty awesome yeah but yeah anyway um i i was it was like six in the morning here or something by the time i finished i think uh i was trying to play siege with nathan it didn't go too well oh yeah <laughs> we, we were because he came around that night and we um oh you played board games w- well not not really oh, <laughs> we were drinking um we were going to play board games but it didn't really happen uh we were drinking 
a lot. We were making uh, whiskeys. Uh, and then he went home and we jumped onto Siege at like three in the morning. Um, we got a couple games in there. And then we sat there like waiting for games, for, like 40 minute stretches and nothing fucking happened. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm watching World of Tanks at this stage. And yeah, I think it got to about 4.35 in the morning. He's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to keep watching this. Um, at least then I could talk to you about it and have something to say. But so it's yeah. Well, you always watch Dota, so... That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and you wound up being able to tell us what happened in the final match. So. Yeah, not not correctly. I feel like uh, it was right. something like that happened. Like one team was down and it seemed like everyone was pretty excited. Um, and then they kind of, you know, the, the team won. Na'Vi won, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they came out, they got their awards. And for some reason, there was like 20 girls that walked out on the stage and you know, they were just standing there looking pretty for some reason. I don't know what they were doing. Um, and it, it was kind of awkward because you had these these players standing there surrounded by all these girls, but they weren't doing it. Like, it's not like they brought the trophies out and then left. They were just standing there in the way, um, like behind all these guys and getting, while the media is trying to take their photos and there's fucking smoke blowing off into the air and fireworks and all this pyrotechnics bullshit. Um, it just seemed really strange in terms of no one's been able to like nail ceremonies at end of esports from what I can tell. It's always, um, you know, a bunch of guys standing around this trophy, picking it up and just explosions happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of strange, but someone will get there one day. Someone will figure it out. It's hopes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then you came home, right? And I came home, yeah. Yeah. Got upgraded to business. Cool. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, I slept on that leg. Then I didn't sleep on the next leg. Uh, the six-hour leg, slept on. Didn't sleep on the 14-hour leg. Where'd you stop over at? Uh, stopped over in Dubai. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hit the lounge. Zareen had never been Zareen from GameSpot. Never been in a lounge before. Uh, okay. So she sort of didn't really know what was what the deal was. Yeah. She was like, "Oh yeah, oh, I'll just sit here." I'm like, oh, "Do you want some food or anything?" She's like, "Nah, I'm fine. I'll, I'll wait for the plane." I'm like, "There's like a buffet. It's like all free. We can just like, what? Uh, do you want some water? I grab a bottle of water." I'm trying to coax her into doing things in this lounge, taking advantage. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to like just fucking grab like shit from all over the place. That's why they don't let people like me into the business lounge. Yeah. This is, yeah. But, but they can't fuck stop me. Just taking everything. Exactly. Yeah. Was, um, was Steve with you guys or? Uh, Steve had left us at that point. Ah. Uh, he had access to a different lounge. So uh, he went into his other lounge, but yeah, uh, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And that, yeah, that was it. Just fucking yeah. Watch the big short on the fucking plane. The big short. Um, that, that's a pretty good movie. That's the one with the. Uh, that's about the GFC, right? Yep. Yeah, that's a good movie. Fucking depressing as hell. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But yeah, good movie. And I think I, I I I said it needed more Margot Robbie in it. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. 
Uh, but yeah, that was about it. And then I got back. All in all, uh, 12 days and a full circumnavigation of the globe. Cool. Yeah, pretty solid. Pretty solid efforts. Oh, first day I was in Dallas, I forgot. I ordered uh, potato skins and uh, and a hot dog. And both of the things that came out to me could have been share platters. It was fucking ridiculous. The food portions in that place were fucking stupid. I ordered a chicken fried steak and it must have been a full kilogram of fucking steak breaded and then deep fried and then put on top of all of the world's fucking mashed potatoes. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, you should learn by now. Yeah. It was <laughs> what it's like in America. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah. So there you go. Rad. Um, so that's all you saw, right? Um, yep. That you talk about. Yep. I think. Yep. And then uh, you came back and, and Dark Souls is now up. We talked, we talked about that last week, but it wasn't out of that stage, right? No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it only came out Monday or something. Yes. Yeah, so um, how's that? Like, what are, you, what are you doing at the moment in, in Dark Souls? Invading. Just invading. I'm invading nonstop. Uh, I could put down some soapstones and help people out, but fuck that bullshit. I'm invading. Uh, so I made a new character, made a deprived uh, speed ran my way straight to the Farron Keep area. Uh, don't worry if you feel like that's a spoiler. I'm not going to explain anything about it, except that when you get there, I'm going to be there. I'm going to invade you. I'm going to kill you, and it's going to be fucking. It's going to happen over and over and over again. Uh, it's disgusting. It's it's dirty. How many times? Like I got the full red eye orb. You can get a like instead of a cracked red eye orb. I uh, got the full red eye orb, which is unlimited uses. Where do you get that from? Uh, so, you, have you got a cracked <laughs> red eye orb? Maybe that's not a good idea to say here. You tell me later. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things you can actually miss. I missed it until like the right at the end of uh, my first playthrough. Um, yeah, I don't have one. I've got I've got cracked, and I've been through twice now. So uh, you got to like you're going to invade like. There's a dude in the Firelink Shrine who gives you some cracked eye, red eye orbs. Yes. So go invade someone once and then go back to him and he gives you a key and uh, I won't tell you where it is, but but yeah, you can go get the full thing. Um, I feel like I have a key from him. No, I can't because I have not invaded anybody. So, so yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So I sit there uh, and I farm. I was farming my dark armor so I could look as fashionable as possible. Uh, just repeatedly, like, as soon as I invade someone, like, finish invading someone, I'll pop back out to my world. I'll pop the red eye orb, and then I'll wait, and I'll see what happens. Either I invade someone as they walk up to the boss of the Farron Keep area, uh, which is never a good thing for them, or uh, I get summoned to be a Farron Keeper, and I fuck people up. Yeah. Either way, it's all good. Uh, I'm I'm happy with it. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. People are. I've come up against a couple of gang squads now. Uh, actually, my if I if like if we're talking success, uh, how how do you think success when invading is measured? Do you think uh, it's kill with, the death ratio. 
No. Uh, or is it actual hosts killed? If the host is killed, the other two disappear, right? Yeah, but they don't die. They just disappear. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm okay with kills. I operate under the idea that I, I get kills. Yeah. I, I go for kills, not just kills on the host. I want to kill the fucking... I want to kill their son bro and their white bro, and I want to kill fucking all of them. Because you still get stuff for that, right? Like you'll... Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You're best off doing it in that order. Um, that's not why I do it. I do it because I want them to know that I'm better than them. And I'm better than them while they've got two friends attempting to attack me. I want them to know that. Um, and so when my watchdog bros, my blue and red bros invade, I uh, deliberately never actually... Uh, attack until some sort of uh, one of my rules has been broken. Like if the host attacks me Hmm. while I'm allowing them the chance to breathe while I'm not attacking them because the other watchdog is attacking them, it's fucking on. You're dead. Uh, If any, if the, the summons, if the white or yellow bros attack me, I'll go for the host. I'll go straight for the host. Fuck them. Uh, yeah, like I'll try and keep it as fair as possible. I never want to gang up on the host, but, uh, yeah, the moment you fuck with me, it's, it's done and, uh, it's good fun. I, uh, I think, I think cause they got rid of soul memory, the game, I think people are at a distinct disadvantage when they come up against me because I've done some sneaky shit. Uh, and I have access to materials that are from much, much later in the game. What are you talking about soul memory? What do you mean by that? So in Dark Souls 2, the game used soul memory to, like, group people for PvP. Yeah. it's Isn't it not still doing that? There's no soul memory in Dark Souls 3. It's purely off-level. Oh, yeah. It's, so it's off-level now instead, yeah. 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 And it's like 20 levels, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember we were having, when I was trying to help uh, Paul yep. co op, he was too far away and he had to go to get up a couple levels to be able to, to um, for me to jump in. I and am. I think it was, we worked it out to be like 20, 20 levels. Right. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, Instead so, of, so it's doing it based off your level, not PvP level. Uh, yeah. And so I've, I'm definitely a higher level than them. Because I've fought some later game bosses who drop a fucking shitload of souls. Uh, and I, uh, yeah, I have access to a bunch of late game fucking stuff. Mm. Uh, like material upgrades, upgrade materials. So that my weapons can be of a higher quality as well. Yeah. I read, I thought I read something that could be bullshit. But you can trade in the game? Uh, you it- can probably drop stuff. Yeah, like, so th- what's like to stop us from trading? Like, uh, I guess the only way we could do that is if we're the same level, right? Or within range within of the level. 20, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't work. What would you'd it? have to have staggered levels? Like, you could do like a ladder system. Oh, what and stagger your way down so that a twink has all the best fucking shit at level one or some shit. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking amazing. 
like just give them like a plus 20 10 sword um, yeah yeah <laughs> that would be pretty funny um yeah so yeah i'm rocking like plus five swords uh, i'm not going any further because i have like for some reason i think there was a rumor that your weapon level also affected your pvp scaling so i'm not willing to blast it all the way out to a level to a plus nine but yeah i uh yeah Hmm. i've got better weapons i've got armor i'm probably at the edge of the the top edge of the range at which i'm supposed to be like leveled on so i've got all all of the advantages except when you would like invade you do 45 percent less health uh, damage per hit uh you've got half as many estus flasks and stuff like that so yeah how are you finding the the multiplayer um like the ping and that sort of stuff isn't do you have matchmaking region switched off or i didn't even look i've got it whatever it was on default so yeah because in theory it should be only matching with people in our area well it seems good it seems really good so i noticed a bit of warping in a couple of matches earlier today but most of the time it's been like pretty fucking on point i had like i've I got backstabbed once. Uh, I didn't die to it because I've got a ring that protects me from backstabs. Because fuck backstabbers. Um, but yeah, I did get backstabbed, and like it didn't look like he was. He wasn't even close to behind me at the point at that point. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It seems like maybe a couple of hundred ping anyway. Like regardless of being in the same region, I don't know. Um, yeah. I think what I'm going to do is start being a purple bro. See how the gang squad rolls when there's a purple bro in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which one's the purple one? Purple bro is the uh, is the mound makers. Oh yeah. yeah, and they are able to if they can uh, they can be summoned as a friendly uh, phantom, and they appear in all purple. Yeah, yeah, the mad, mad phantoms, um, and uh, yeah, they can, they can help or attack the host okay. at, at their will. So I might do that. I might just invade as a purple bro. See what happens. Yeah. Right. I'm. Uh, yeah, I've done my new game plus run. Oh yeah. Um, it didn't take me too long to get all the way through. Probably seven or eight hours all up um, to get through every boss and back at the end of the game, which is good. Um, That's only, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, the only issue... I, I don't think we talked about this last week, do we? No. I don't know. Um, mustn't have, because I'd only just finished it recently. Um, yeah, like, the it's, it's, it's quite disappointing that they haven't added too much to the New Game Plus content. Ah, uh, they're in Dark Souls 2, the new game plus stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's pretty much just the same content, um, but there's some rings that are a little bit differently. Plus one ring. Plus one right? rings, yeah, and yeah. there's not too many of them. Um, there's, like, all the gear is pretty much all the, still the same. Uh, it's just the rings and some of the movesets, I think, on the on the bosses and kind of, like, their behavior. Um, but I didn't have any trouble, trouble with the bosses. Took most of them down in one attempt, um maybe two i haven't died too much but yeah it's kind of it's kind of disappointing that that 
but there wasn't more to it. Um, so I don't think I'll go through it again. I think I'm, yep. I'm good where it is at the moment. Sure. But it was still fun to go through a second time and um, I didn't really miss much or anything, I don't think. There, w- there wasn't like, oh, I didn't see this before. Um, except for that bit I was talking about before where it was kind of finding a, a covenant. Um, I only read that today and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go check that out. But otherwise, um, I think I've seen everything I need to. Yep. I might just hang around and, yeah. Invade? I don't, yeah, like I'd like to go start a new character, but I just don't know if I have the time. If I get some free time this week, I will, but um, we'll see. We'll see if anything comes up. It seriously doesn't take that long to get to where I'm up to. Yeah. I might start. I don't know. I'll see. If I get some time tonight, I'll give it a crack. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, they dropped uh, uh, patch 1.03 in the PC as well, which fixed uh, some of the problems I was having. Um, the frame rate issues in particular areas. So that's good. That's all sorted now. Um, yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Before I was getting about between 30 and 45 frames per second in a couple of the areas. Now it's just solid 60. So whatever they were having issues with, they've fixed that, which is awesome. Um, and I think a couple other looks like bug stuff and um, maybe one or two balance changes they they said in the notes. But otherwise, it's pretty standard patch. It looks like just technical stuff. Mm-hmm. which is good so I went back and revised my review as well um, because it was a day one patch and that's what people would be playing so I updated that um, yeah and it's now a 10 so same as what you gave it right or did you get a 9.5 9.5 oh well get fucked uh, look at look at Captain 10's over here just throwing 10's out just chucking 10's around can't can't stop himself. Unbelievable. I guess you mean so. You think it's a perfect game, do it you, is. Luke? Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I was because my issue was that when I went through and wrote that original review, the only criticism criticism I have of it was that it was um yeah those technical issues and and kind of you know it, it's not it doesn't do too much different to the last game. Like it tries a few new things, but it's not like this massive new mechanic in there that completely changes the game. It, you know, plays pretty safe. Um, I don't think that's like saying that the game plays pretty safe is not, I don't think, a, a, a negative thing that you can mark it down for. Yeah. Uh, if they start doing that, you know, five games straight and they start churning out bullshit every time, then yeah, that's a, that's a negative problem. But um, mm-hmm. for them to do it once and, you know, improve on certain things, but also, uh, you know, keep it pretty similar, that that's fine. Um, so yeah, I thought, well, I'll, you know, I knock a point off for it not performing very well on the PC, but because I was playing, you know, code that was a month old um, at this stage. Yeah. Like, they've now fixed that, and everybody that's playing it now has the same version I have, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's working for me, so I, I've got to fix that and update the the review. Um, yeah, so it was good. It's good that they sorted out all those problems, and it seems like a pretty good launch for them. On the PC, a um, few small problems with some people, I think, still, but much better than some of the previous Dark Souls on the the PC. The way it handles. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, sixty frames all around. I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah, that's what I bought it for on the PC. 
yeah, it's one I'm I'm in it for. So yeah, fuck yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, Quantum Break. <laughs> okay, so tell I, us what Quantum Break is, but I already know, and I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> right, I'll do that. Quantum Break. So I, I actually talked about this last week um, about how I was struggling to get it working on the PC. Uh, so long story short, uh, I purchased the game, I think, three times. Uh, Microsoft refunded a bunch of the money. And uh, I'm still actually waiting for some of that money to hit my accounts. This is last week. But uh, I, I told them, look, I just refund my money. I will go um, I will go elsewhere with my business. So I went and picked it up on the Xbox One. Uh, got home. So that night, fired up my Xbox One. I did a dashboard update, which took a little while. Um, I put in my disc in the console. And then it started installing the game, which took probably about an hour and a half to install. Um, And then it started downloading a patch. And for some reason, this was taking forever to go to install. And it got to a point where it was like 40% complete during this patch um, or during this install. And it said, ready to play. And I would click, you know, A or the button. And then nothing would happen. And I'd just sit there mashing this button, even though it said ready to play and it wouldn't play. So by the time I actually got into the game, about three or four hours had passed. Right. Putting the disc into the drive to it installing and downloading all the updates and then patching it and all that other bullshit. So I don't know what the fuck it was doing. Um, But it didn't seem like it was an isolated case because I was talking to someone on Twitter. Who was it? Um, Lance. Lance was having the same problem where he was installing it and it was just taking so long to do it and then it started doing a patch. And there's no way on the Xbox dashboard to see like what it's doing. It just tells you it's installing or if it is um, if it is downloading something, it doesn't tell you how, how quickly it's downloading something or you can't see any progress other than it's 40% complete. Um, it's not saying, you know, it's downloading at 4.5 megabytes a second, which you can do on the PlayStation. So that kind of, kind of sucks. Anyway... Mm-hmm. So finally, later that night, I get up and running, fire it up. Um, it's all good. It works now. Um, but unfortunately, it's not a very good game. Uh, I'm a big Remedy fan. Like the uh, yeah, what? Uh, Alan Wake, Max Payne. Max Payne 2 is awesome. Um, but like, yeah, that. I like most the things about the game, (laughs) like surrounding the game. It's the bits on the outside that are really cool, but the gameplay is just not very good. Um, It's a cover-based shooter where you play a guy who um, gets these, like, time travel powers, um, and he's trying to basically go, um, you know, backwards or travel through time and try and fix this problem that's kind of going to bring the end of the world. And um, so you're using these as you kind of progress through each mission, you get uh, more powers to use and you upgrade those abilities and um, you'll basically get to different enemies in the game that, you know, some certain abilities will benefit you to taking them down. But unfortunately, most of these enemies are very uh, basic. You know, they'll shoot at you with a machine gun 
Um, you know, and then on the odd occasion, the bigger guys, you'll have to trap them in like a time bubble and then run behind them and shoot them in the back because they've got this backpack on that allows them to, to basically um, run around and do all these special powers similar to you. And that's, right. about as, that's about as far as the game goes in terms of like enemy design and like what you're doing is the normal dudes that you're shooting in the face and the guys that you've got to try and get behind them and shoot them in the back because they've got this special module on their back. There's nothing like that's it. It's very, very simple. Um, and then the stuff with the, the actual shooting mechanic is not very good. You'll, you'll run behind a piece of cover. The guy will, um, Jack, the main character, will automatically duck behind it. You don't press a button to get behind cover. Um, as soon as you hit the trigger, uh, he jumps up pretty instantly uh, out of cover and starts shooting. There's no, um, there's no way to aim you know, from behind cover, like free aim. Uh. Um, so you're either in behind cover or you're out behind cover. And, um, you know, if someone comes up behind you and you're kind of, you need to shoot them, well, then he'll just stand up anyway. So you're getting shot from both angles now. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, basically the, the story is that he's trying to wait, work his way and solve this problem that's happening with the time. But at certain moments during the game, like time around you will stop. So, the normal, um, the normal guys that you can come up against will just kind of freeze, and everything looks really cool when this happens. Uh, they've done a really nice job with the art style and and like the look of the game. Like when when time slows down or when you shoot a guy and kill them, they kind of just they don't really freeze and fall on the ground. Like oh, they're dead. They'll kind of be like in their last standing position, kind of falling backwards with an explosion coming out of them, and they kind of stay there during the fight, which looks really awesome. Um. But yeah, that like that's the that combat is the main part of the game, and it's just not it's not good. Like <laughs> that's that's really all there is. It's very basic, um, like puzzle, le- like mechanics in terms of environmental stuff, like jumping on ledges and working your way through um, a certain area, and you'll trigger time to go backwards and forwards. You're gonna try and work your way through this maze-like place. Um, but other than that, that's the game. You've got those very basic puzzles and this very shitty combat system. Um, and then once you actually finish uh, a level, you go into uh, a junction point, which is a um, you see the game from the bad guy's perspective, which is, I don't know his name, but he's a guy from Game of Thrones, uh, Littlefinger, from what I've been told. I don't watch it, but... Uh, you don't watch Game of Thrones? No, I don't watch Game of Thrones. It's Mac Harkety from The Wire. Okay, that guy. So he's in it. Um, and you, you see the game from his perspective and you, you get a little sequence that you get to kind of uh, make a decision, uh, uh, which affects the story aspect of the game. Um, I'm not sure if it affects it gameplay-wise because I haven't gone through and played it twice. Like, it kind of gives you hints to it. Hmm. So, And this was actually really interesting because... Um, uh, because you're given control of the bad guy and he has to make a decision. And it'll be something like, um, you know, I thought the first one was done really well because it, you're either benefiting yourself as the player or would you do something that makes the bad guy seem like a bad guy? Um, you know, or are they choosing, uh, you know, or do you make a decision that makes the, the bad guy seem like a, a nicer person? 
but yeah. makes the game harder for the, the actual player because it makes them to be out like they're the bad guy. So I thought that was really cool decisions um, to kind of make. So I went about it by playing it as the bad guy is a bad guy, um, and he's the one that's going to be doing all this uh, crazy shit and making him really, really mean and um, just kind of be in that, that role as I went through. And once you once you make those decisions, it comes up and tells you who in your friends list has also made that decision, like the percentage of them, and it shows you in uh, a list of what they chose and what, um, uh, and then basically what the internet chose or what everybody else in the, the world has picked. So that's kind of cool because um, the first decision that I made, nobody else on my list had picked it, and then the the community was like thirty percent had picked that choice. And I was like, all right, well. That was interesting because I I picked one that made the bad guy a bad guy and not uh, make him like a sympathetic guy, um, you know, to try and make the the main character, um, you know, to, to like frame him type of thing. So I went with that um, with that choice, and yeah, I just seen I I thought that was quite interesting because you don't normally see games where you're put in the bad guy's shoes and have to make decisions that um, can affect the the main character story. And then once that's done, it kicks off into this um, 30-minute, 25-minute um, TV show. And um, I, w- I was a bit worried about this part of the game, whether or not it was going to be cheesy or, like, very, you know, shitty. Um, but I actually thought it was pretty good. Some of the acting in it was, was great. There were characters in there I really liked. Um, and from this part of the TV show, is again, it, it takes place from characters that aren't really the main characters within the game. They're kind of like side characters. Um, and then on the odd occasion, you'll see some of the main guys come into it and very briefly say a few words and then, and then piss off. But most of the time it's, it's told through these, um, these three other characters that, that, uh, you'll kind of find within the main game on chat logs and, and that sort of stuff, emails and yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that stuff was really cool. I didn't think the production was was low budget as per se. It's, it looked fine. Yeah. Um, and I thought the, the acting was, was pretty decent uh, and the story was interesting. So um, even with the main game, I thought the, the story stuff, the way they handled the time travel aspect was pretty cool. Um, and I thought it was well written. But it's just the, yeah, like I, I don't really... I don't. That's, that stuff isn't enough to hold up. Like when the gameplay is just shit, um, which is which sucks because it makes me think like what what were they doing for five years <laughs> making this game? Because um, we saw it a while back, and when they unveiled it, like a lot of the stuff that we um, that we saw was already like it seems to be in that game. It, it's there, so I don't know what they've done. Mm. Whether or not, like when they announced the casting of like Sean Ashmore, the the Iceman, yep. and um, Game of Thrones guy, it seems like they spent a lot of time going back and doing that, and maybe redoing the TV show stuff because the the gameplay stuff seems pretty similar to what we saw a very long time ago. Um, and it's not a long game; you finish it in probably eight hours, um, eight hours plus an hour and a half of TV show in there. Uh, so yeah, and it's not challenging at all. It's not very hard. I died a handful of times, and the times that I did die was mainly frustration to the the combat system for you being pretty poor. Like sometimes not giving you um, 
you know, identifies that you're being shot at or that you're on low health. Like, it just kind of was flashing red and then all of a sudden you're dead. And you're like, oh, well, I don't really, you know, no indication of I was nearly dead. It was just kind of I was getting shot at. Now I'm dead. And sometimes you'll soak up a bunch of bullets and, and then you'll be fine. Um, that sounds so aggravating. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, coming off a game like Dark, Dark Souls where – when you die, it's you know it's most of the time it's a mistake that you've made. You know you haven't blocked in time, or mm-hmm. um, you know you you've rolled you timed your roll incorrectly. Um, whereas here it's just like, well, I'm just getting fucking shot at, and now I'm dead for whatever reason. Um, yeah, but the the time powers that they do give you are pretty cool. Um, there's stuff in there like this. You can shoot a bubble off, and it'll trap one of the guys in there, and you get your gun and just shoot a bunch of bullets into this thing. And then after a few seconds, it'll kind of explode and make this, um, this like area of effect that'll just blow them up. But you can also use that to kind of stop someone and then focus on another player. Um, there's a, like a, a running ability where it'll slow down time and you can, uh, move around the environment really quickly. So the guys will be f- kind of focusing on the last area you're at and you jump up and just melee them in the face. Um, what else is there? Yeah, there's like probably seven or eight different abilities in there, but they they don't really chain well into each other. It's not like you do one and then you do this other thing and then that creates something that's like bigger. It's just they've all got their own individual things and that's it. Uh, and they're all set on like time-based systems. So once you use once, um, then it starts t- counting down and then you can use it after a certain amount of seconds. But if you start leveling up these ones, then you can use them again later on. And then sometimes if you um, if you hold down the button, it'll do a, a like a special maneuver of that ability, and that kind of cancels it out completely for you know all of its uses. But yeah, they don't really do a good job of uh, letting you play around with them in interesting ways that connect with each other, um, which sucks because. Yeah, it seemed to have a lot of promise, but unfortunately, it's um, yeah, the game's just gameplay is not very good because uh, the rest of it's pretty decent. Like the acting and the story is pretty interesting, but mm. uh, and it's fucking really pretty game. Um, they've done a much better job this time around in terms of the you know the acting on the, the performances. Yeah, compared to you know Alan Wake got a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, this is just yeah, disappointing. <laughs> it's the biggest thing I can say for a game I was very excited for. You know, I spent four hundred dollars yeah. wanting to play this game after all the troubles I had. Right? Uh, yeah, like I wasn't going in being like I want to shit on this game. I was going in being like fuck yeah, I hope this does really well because uh, I'd like to see another one and I want to see them do a second Alan Wake. <laughs> but now I'm just like oh yeah, like I just I, I just want to see another Alan Wake, but if the game doesn't sell well, um, you know, we're in a place where if it sells well, then uh, they'll get a sequel and Microsoft will jump on and make a, a sequel with them. But if it doesn't sell well, then Microsoft probably won't make a sequel to that. And they're not going to make a sequel to Alan Wake. Like, what do they do? Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, are you going to play it at all? What, like, what are you thinking? All the reviews are out. It hasn't reviewed too well. I think it's like high 70s on... I thought it was getting good reviews. Everyone I've talked to said they really liked it. So, really, yeah. Sometimes I, I, I think I get a bit, um, I don't know, like tunnel vision. 
and uh, I just like I hear everyone saying it's really good, and then I'm like, ah, oh, I won't read reviews. I'm tend to. I also I think I read a lot of reviews for games that I am reviewing myself after I've reviewed them more than I read other reviews necessarily because it's hard for me to necessarily uh, understand where the reviews are coming from, and because I don't really look at scores. Mm. Uh, yeah, it can be a bit of a an area where I let shit slip. If everyone around me like, oh my god, Alan, uh, sorry, Alan Wake, uh, Quantum Break is so fucking good. Like Steve Farrelly and Steve Wright were both saying it's fucking amazing to me. Um, They're crazy people. Yeah, yeah, they probably are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like everything you said about it sounds like I would probably fucking hate it, and I'd be sitting there going, how the fuck. They like it. Like, bad cover mechanics are such a pet peeve of mine. I, I just don't understand how we exist in. Come on! It's 2016, people! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how is it still bad cover mechanics? And it just looked like when you're behind cover and you hit the trigger, there's no like animation of him standing up. It's just like uh-huh. he's standing up all of a sudden. And like, what the? F- I, I was doing it and being like, is this broken? Like, why does he just automatically... Why am I standing all of a sudden? Um, and then I had to go in and change some of the uh, aim assist in the settings because it was doing some funky shit. Like, I just didn't like whatever it was doing with the aim assist. So, I turned it I, I turned it off or put it on low, I think. Um, yeah, it was just too much aim assist. It seemed to be tracking. Like, I, I could just fucking look in a sort of direction and just hold the button and it would just follow them around. It just didn't feel like I was doing anything. Um, so, I, I switched that off and um, it took a little while to get used to. But, yeah, it was much – I thought it was much better, more, a bit more challenging. I felt like I was actually shooting people rather than just holding a trigger button down and it was doing it, the aiming for me. Mm. Yeah, but, like, the rest of the stuff is really cool. Like, I like the story. I like the TV show. I, like, I like what they did with all that stuff. Um there's nods in there to Alan to Alan Wake and the other games I've done. Max Payne, uh, you know, the acting is really cool. The environments are interesting. It's just the gameplay is just the combat is just shit house. Um, like I, I I've heard people say that they didn't like the combat in Alan Wake, but I I liked it. I thought it had a cool mechanic of shining the light on things and taking away the darkness and using flares and they they there was different types of enemies in there as well that you kind of play with this is just very generic there's dudes with guns and you shoot them and sometimes there's dude with dudes with guns that have backpacks on and you've got to go behind them and shoot them in the back um yeah it's very simple stuff so yeah just ah uh, disappointing is how i would call it <laughs> mm. bummer yeah but if you get a chance i'd i'd think you should check it out just so like if everybody's saying it's good i just want to know i'm not cra- like crazy if someone else says it's shit then all right just uh, like i'm just looking now giant bomb gave it a four um that seems to be the lowest review <laughs> that's the lowest review oh four out of ten yeah fucking hell GameSpot oh. gave it a six uh shack news gave it a six yeah i don't know can't wait to see how they're blacklisted by Microsoft. Sorry, uh, by uh, yeah, Microsoft. No, I, I was I was not going to explicitly state that someone had blacklisted me. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but I saw a, uh, a a press release saying that um, Quantum Break is the highest selling new IP from Microsoft to this generation. Uh, it broke yeah, it. fucking that or what? What else? Fucking <laughs> Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, well. <laughs> Well done, I'm beating Sunset Overdrive, jeez. Yeah, I saw the guy from um, Eurogamer was writing an article. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I follow him on, on, we follow each other on on Twitter. Uh, And he wrote on Twitter, does anybody know what other IPs Microsoft has made for this gen? And he he wrote to dot, 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 like question mark. And then he put that in his story being like, so it outsold, (laughs) it outsold um, Sunset Overdrive. Uh, Rise <laughs> and like uh, Ori in the Blind Forest or something like that. He was talking about. It's like that's not a good list to be. Um, that's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, fucking hope it outsold them. Jesus. Like I hope it sells well. Um, Can it? Are there enough consoles in the wild for it to sell well? Yeah, and they've had and that. It's releasing up against some pretty hefty fucking competition. Dark Souls, a uh-huh. bunch of DLC, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it'll make its money back because it was in development for so long. Um, yeah, and I feel like they've, yeah, I just feel like the when they did the TV stuff, maybe it didn't go as well as they'd planned, and that's why they went after some some actual actors uh, to try and make it a bit better. So. I don't know. I don't know. I hope they make money back and they can do something else with it because they're an independent studio and yeah, um, yeah. I like to see them try and have another crack at it or make something because they make interesting games. I don't want to see them make generic generic games. Uh, they yeah. always do cool stuff with cool stories. Um, unfortunately, just the you know the last couple of games the shooting's been pretty good, but I don't know what the fuck happens here. They need to um, yeah, they need to sort that out. Go back to the fucking flashlight or bullet time. Mm. Anyway, that's my quantum break story. I won't be going back to it. Um, I've finished it. I've nearly 100%ed it. It was pretty close to me getting all the collectibles, but yeah, I was just like, I'm done. I, like, I, I would have got my girlfriend to play it because I mean, she's like, oh, it's the latest, latest Remedy game. You, you liked this one because she really dug Alan Wake. But this one, I was like, don't bother. Just, <laughs> yeah, just watch it. And every time she she looked at me, she's like, why the fuck are you watching a TV show? What is going on? You're never playing whenever I see you. Yeah, that's what happens. But, mm. oh, well. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I've played, really. Um yeah, a oh. bit of Siege, a bit of Dota. Dark Souls, mainly. A lot of Dark Souls. Word. Word. Cool. Uh, yeah, Dark Souls is fucking awesome, though, so... I, yeah. hear it's, I hear it's a 10. I hear it's... Yeah. Pretty close. Uh, if I think about it, that's probably... Like, what, what were my negatives in my review? And the frame rate was garbage like the port was bad fucking oh man I copped so much shit on reddit for saying the port was bad and I also said it'll probably need a patch Mm. for it to run better and it'll probably get one yeah but see the problem is Joe reddit has played the PC version before it was out it's true Uh, and I hadn't so yeah you definitely hadn't fucking reddit Uh, yeah I said it wasn't a good 
PC port and the swamps can go to hell. Um, so yeah, it's probably a 10. I'd probably, yeah. If we uh, changed scores on Ozgamers, we'd probably call it a 10. But Yeah, I, I don't know if we normally change scores on stuff, but I just messaged him and was like, hey, uh, this new patch has dropped today when the game is out um and it's fixed all the problems i was having mm. should we update our score to reflect what people are playing yeah yeah sure thing nice because well, it makes it look bad as well if i'm like uh you know here's this game and there's the pc version is fucked doesn't run really very well mm. but the, that's you know one month old code did you ex- why did, why wouldn't you explicitly state it in your review though that's why i specifically said you know it's going to need a patch by launch in my review to cover that base you see see i thought I, I didn't know because i was using as far as i knew nvidia drivers for that they'd put out oh yeah um you know it was dark souls 3 game ready so i just thought it was maybe the game um and they wouldn't patch it because it was 1.01 i thought they'd already put a patch on there but turns out that uh whatever they did fixed it must have been some weird pipeline issue with the rendering. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's good they fix that. So, yeah, everybody should have smooth sailing. Pretty awesome. Um, cool. Okay. Well, I guess that's this week done. Did you um, read out the email last week? Uh, no. What? No, we fucking ran quite long. <laughs> we got to like three hours, I think. That, just, that doesn't mean you don't read out the fucking emails. What it, the fuck? It does. You get the emails ready. There was, it's like, you got to go back three weeks, I think. What? No, we read out the other ones, didn't we? I don't think we did. Um, but anyway, I'll get to news. I'll do some news quickly. All right, go. Uh, the incursion update for the division is out. I don't understand what this is. Is, this a fu- is it a raid? I, I, I've been told it's like a raid. That's okay. what I was led to believe. And you need a certain amount of light to get into the raid. Get fucked. Yeah, you do. Um, you don't fuck off no you do fuck off except it's not called light it's like some oh, armor value shit, right oh my god fuck's sake yeah cool well <laughs> we should jump into that at some stage uh i just want to check out what the raid thing is like uh-huh because that only dropped last night i'm not farming gear so i can get into a fucking raid what level are you 30 yeah you're, you're sweet you'll be fine yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yep. So we might talk about that uh, maybe next week if I get some time into it. Sure. Anyway, uh, and Titanfall 2 has been, I guess, officially announced. They talked about or making it for a while back, but we saw a teaser trailer of a robot in a jungle with a sword. And that is it. More to come in uh, at E3 in June. Are you excited for Titanfall 2? Uh, and we'll see. We're going to fix some of the problems? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, they, like, I want to see if they actually understood the problems enough to fix them because that's going to be the the key, you know. The key thing that they need to do is properly understand what went wrong with Titanfall so that they can actually fucking fix it. And I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see and see if they did. Because uh, they went so long at just being able to just nail it every time that I don't know if they're capable of, just, like, dramatically reworking stuff. Yep. 
Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's all the news that I could think of off the top of my head before we started. So, And it's only mm-hmm. been a couple of days. Swoosh. Yep. Really killing it. Smashing. Uh, all right. Let's do an email then. Yeah. Kevin writes in. Yes. I'd like to elaborate slash speculate on some of the details and thoughts about Overwatch from last episode. Multiple episodes ago. I'm so sorry, Kevin. I told them. You heard me in the in the podcast. I told them they had to read it out. They didn't anyway. Unbelievable. Anyway, as a former competitive CS and TF2 player who has played with the pros in each scene, I'd like to believe I have some grasp on the issues that Overwatch has. This is addition to what has already been said about Overwatch. Also, if it hasn't been found out yet or elaborated on, DM means deathmatch. So DM skill is deathmatch skill or otherwise known as fragging ability or just plain ability to, to kill. Well, I don't know what that's in reference to. We might have said it was something else, DM. Like direct magic. Maybe. Uh, I feel like we had a conversation about what was DM. Maybe. Uh, hang on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's odd. I f- like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That makes sense. Okay. Cool. Um, just another term from a different community that could just be replaced with killing. Um, anyway, the way I see it, the variety of heroes in Overwatch is its downfall. The number of heroes contributing to having a high barrier to entry to competitive play is obviously due to having to learn the ins and outs of each hero, as was previously mentioned. This is, what he's doing is he's referencing uh, David's email from a few uh, weeks ago. David is a member of the Team Fortress 2 community in Australia, so uh, he was talking about the difference uh, between excitement for Battleborn and uh, and Overwatch. Yep. Anyway, um, as for the low skill ceiling, I think it's due to quite a few issues. And to help explain, I'd like to bring up TF2. In order to compare them fairly, I will ignore Highlander, 9v9, one of each class, 8v8, and my favorite, 7v7. 6v6 was where the highest level of competitive to... Uh, TF2 was anyway in 6v6 I think he's talking about player counts obviously Um, in 6v6 there is a community imposed limit of two of any given class aside from medic and demo man which will limit it to one I will also assume such for overwatch because we will all know that six divas is plain stupid for last ditch defense it's plain amazing I think you mean Uh, TF2 gave you nine tools to work with of these nine tools, three are all-purpose. One is necessary, and the other five are very situational. The three all-purpose classes, Scout, Soldier, and Demo Man, were the most used by a large margin. This is because these classes could be used in so many scenarios, and this usefulness in each scenario even encroached on the situational classes, even while giving the situational classes an ideal scenario for their role. This versatility also helped breed creativity in players while simultaneously making them learn everything about their class to improve. This led to a high skill ceiling because you would have a hell of a time mastering every aspect of the class while only having a low barrier to entry because you only had to learn one of the three classes or medic to play. Overwatch is like, well, Overwatch is like Heath and racing games. (laughs) 
even if you had a different Heath for every different genre of gaming, you don't want 21 different Heaths to crowd up the podcast. Not only that, but you can only have six of them. Six, even more six than is that, still too many. Six is definitely too many. Uh, even more than that, there is no tactical FPS MOBA Heath, Rainbow Six Shields. Even if you brought tactical Heath, FPS Heath, and MOBA Heath together, they wouldn't they won't amount to more than the sum of their parts, like the imaginary Rainbow Six Siege Heath. Instead, wouldn't you be better off with two Jobs, the Scout, I'm the Scout, two Nathans, the Soldier, a Luke, you're the Medic, and a well, Jung, the Demo the Medic. I don't know. I should be the Soldier. What? How do you figure? I'm the best Siege player in our fucking group by far. Two, uh, two Siege players would be amazing. Um, um, yes, this is true. Go uh, look at the fucking stats. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I play for wins, remember? Uh, the Jobs can cover a variety of games, albeit with a slightly biased viewpoint for each of them, but varied enough that each Job can complement or contrast with each other. Similarly, the Nathans may not have the same coverage as the Jobs in number of games, but have a more neutral standing to be able to play Devil's Advocate to the Jobs or side with the Jobs, further boosting their points. Then you need a Luke, because you need him to get even get the podcast up and running, while still providing a variety of games and even specialising in one. Dota 2. Last but not least, there is Drung. While he might be the least varied of the four, he still brings a decent number of titles to the table and makes up for it with much deeper understanding and focus of these games. And to address Luke's concern with the game not being fun or unable, being unable to draw people in, I think it's a mixture of each hero being so one-dimensional in terms of playstyle, Joe's description of the game assisting you, and the MOBA mindset of being locked into one character. This mixture just makes you feel like you're stuck in a routine while not even playing because of the assists. This wasn't supposed to be this long, but once I came up with the Heath analogy, I couldn't just stop at that. Well, that was a fantastic rambling email, Kevin. uh, I think you made some great points. Uh, I even understand how Luke is the medic. Uh, And... uh, He's not actually that bad a medic. You're not that bad a medic. Look, if I claim myself, I've said this before, I'd just be in every position because I'm amazing at everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd win Probably. everything all the time. I. You should make a new character in, in Dark Souls so we can see who's better in Dark Souls. Can we uh, invade together? Is that a thing? Uh, we could try and invade at the same time. Like, can what? you invade and then you invite me? Like, or if you no. if we co-op? I mean, no. All right. Fuck. We could, we could form our own gank squad. You no, just put a, a white soapstone down and we'll just roll through. I'll pop the dried, uh, the dried finger. Mm. When you pop the dried finger, it's like, it basically just tries to summon as many people into your world. Like, anyone who's trying to invade, it will drag them into your world. Yeah. So you can have up to six people running around like mad people. It's uh, fucking amazing. That sounds hectic. It's hilarious. Uh, best one I had was a another watchkeeper of Farron. Uh, a mad, a purple bro, a yellow bro, a white bro, and the uh, player. Right. It was fa- fantastic. And then uh, I think the watchdog died. The white bro died. A red bro invaded uh, while the invasion was still going on. Um, 
and then two uh i think yellow bro died red bro died two more watchdogs yeah invaded and we chased down the fucking host and killed him because he broke my rules yeah spectacular anyway uh, awesome email, Kevin. Thank you. I'm so sorry it wasn't read out last week. I'm disgusted. Terrible. Uh, Overwatch, I'm playing this next week uh, yeah, me too. Uh, with a group, so maybe I'll have a better experience with it. On console as well. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, cool. Okay, well, uh, I guess that's the end of the podcast. No, there was more emails. I'm pretty sure there was more emails. There's no more emails. I can't fucking find any. Um... Yeah, there was one. I'm pretty sure there was one. After Kevin. Yeah. Customize your speed pipe. No, that's not us. Uh, no, there's nothing. Damn it. All right. I'm disappointed as well. Send us emails. The GA podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and I'll read them out. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. End of podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Phone's buzzing. Time to go invade some motherfuckers. Time to go get my purple soaps, uh, my purple bro shit on. See if I can purple bro it up. See what happens. Yep. Yep. Um, You're going to make a new character. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yes, you are. Yeah. You can do it. You can be the... Well, you know how to beat the bosses. Just fucking do it. Yeah. It's taking no time. You can fucking sprint there. Do you know how long it like people are finishing in an hour and a half? Come on. Come on. Come on, son. Yeah. Oh, there there was an email. I found it. Was this it? David talking about Battleborn. Oh, we already talked about that one, did we? Holy shit. Yes, that's weeks old. Oh, okay, never mind. Um I picked up Star Wars today. Star Wars is out. Oh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's got uh spoilers on the back of the cover. Fucking crazy. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. They probably figure everyone's watched it. Like, yeah, pretty much. We made like $4 billion. Um, yeah, the f- Emirates flight had all seven Star Wars flights, ah, yeah. movies available. And on the, um, on the, in the business class, mm-hmm. you had these big ass screens. Would have been well, like IMAX screens. No. In business. Like, like, I don't know, 20 inch screens or some shit. Yeah. In the back of the, back of the seat in front of you. Nice. Like decent screens that you can actually watch a movie on. But I didn't watch any movies on them because I slept. Yeah. Oh, well. I um, I picked up a T-shirt as well. Captain America T-shirt for Civil War. They always have good T-shirts in Big W. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Whoever picks T-shirts is amazing. Every time I'm down there, they've got like awesome nerd shit. It's great. They had Star Wars and Batman down there today and fucking... Sorry, Batman vs. Superman and a bunch of Star Wars t-shirts. Um, yeah, and a bunch of Civil War t-shirts. Last time I got my fucking John Cena t-shirts down there, like, they're on a ball. They're, they're, they're killing it. Smashing. Awesome. And they're cheap as fuck. They're like 15 bucks. It's amazing. So good. So good, Job. So good. <laughs> so good. We're, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to Z-Town as well. We are. We're going to Z-Town. Town. One yeah. month away. Yeah, so we were, um, yeah. we were. Uh, I think I was at work with and Nathan were talking to each other, mm. um, and he's like, "Here's the link. Whoever gets gets there first, just buy the tickets." I was like, "All yeah. right." So he sends me the link. Hits like twelve o'clock whenever the tickets go on sale. I click the link, 
and it says like, oops, this page has failed to load or it's not ready or some bullshit. Mm. And I'm sitting there like fucking refreshing this page and nothing is happening. And Nathan's like, all right, I'm in. And I'm like, what the fucking link you gave me is a dud. Nothing happens. So I went back to the main Zedtown page, um, clicked on the proper link, opened it, and it was like sold out. This is like within like 30 to 40 seconds. It was done. It was fucking bonkers. But anyway, um, Nathan was in there and got tickets. So what a baller. Yeah. So lucky. Yeah. Fuck so it. fucking lucky. It turned out that he didn't send me the whole link. It's just part of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Jesus. Yep. Anyway, close call, but we're in. Um, Corey Uni, zombie time. Whoop, whoop. Fuck yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to go invade some motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, next week, I've got Tomb Raider. I'm going to play Tomb Raider. You got your Xbox back. Yes. I heard about this. So uh, I'm going to play Tomb Raider. Pretty cool. Yeah, I saw um, Emma uh, last week at the Dark Souls launch event that I may have crashed. Ah, yeah. Right. Um, Jung was hosting it and right. said, come down, because this was when I was trying to get Quantum Break to work. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we talked about this last week. Anyway, uh, yeah, she was like, oh, I gave Joby's Xbox back. Mm. for a shitty beer or something like that. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. Cool. So, uh, Tomb Raider, and um, we'll try and get you on a quantum break as well. Word. At some stage. And next week, I'm not too sure. I want to check out um, Enter the Gundam, I think it's called. What? Enter. Is that not the name of the game? Is what not the game? Enter, Enter the Gundam? Gundam? What are you talking about? I don't know. It's a video game. I've seen a lot of people talking about it and going, it's amazing. Like, um, I guessed it was a video game based on context clues? Yeah. Enter the Gundam. Gundam or Gungeon or something like that. Gun something. Gungeon. Gungeon. Okay, like Dungeon, but Gungeon. Right. It's not a Gundam. It's not, it's not a fucking robot. Indie hit sells 200,000 copies in first week. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot, I guess, for an indie. Yeah, so I might check that out. Cool. Um, Because there's nothing else coming out. I think uh, there's some Uncharted stuff happening soon because that sounds like it's it's pretty close. Sure. But otherwise, uh, more more probably Dark Souls. We've got to do that Dark Souls 3 spoiler cast um, at some stage. Yes. With Vati and Zhang. Yep. So stick around for that. Otherwise, um, yeah, we're back next week. Cool, cool, cool. All right. What, what is 316? What is that, Job? What is 316? 316? What are you talking about? 316. What, what is it? Is it a Bible verse or something? Yeah, yeah, it is. What does it mean? You're the right. nut, Christian nut. I am? <laughs> no, I don't am know. Why? Are you? Are you really? Am is I? Is Stone Cold your favorite wrestler? No. I think what? he is. John Cena. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was being pretty funny on Raw, by the way. Screaming out, you idiots! So grumpy. What a legend. All right. Man, hang on. (laughs) What? What the shit? What? What'd you break? I'm in Dark Souls yet. Oh, my God. Fucking illusion ruined. I killed a giant at the top of the tower in the undead settlement, yeah? Yeah. Why would you do that? Still here is a bow gun because he shot me. Fuck him. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. We made a deal and he still shot me. Fuck him. So I killed him. I can still, like, the ambient noise of his bow is still flinging. 
Hmm. This is disappointing. Eight out of ten. Lower that score. Yeah, fucking lower again. Can we go even lower still? What's the lowest we can go to? Fuck off, hook man. Four. Oh, oh, one of the one of the dudes dropped a pick pitchfork hook. I don't know what you're talking about. We're getting we're going. See you later. Did we do a proper outro? What do you mean? Do I do our proper outro? Did we say like Oh, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. I don't know. You can find us on twitter.com slash Joey Jojo and your Luke Laurie. Uh, you can um, uh, email us the podcast at gmail.com and uh, yeah keep going you're doing well um, MySpace our MySpace account yep facebook.com slash the gap is it the gap the GA podcast the GA podcast okay and yeah make sure you rate us uh, five out of five because we're the best <laughs> And um, on iTunes and Windows Phone for some reason. And uh, Android. Yeah. And uh, Blackberry. Blackberry, yeah. Yeah. Cool. We've done it. That's it. Yep. All right. (laughs) All right. See ya. Bye.